0: So my friend Palmer texted me earlier this morning and wanted to go over some ideas and it turned into a whole podcast session. Um, I may or may not break it
1: up into a couple segments because it is pretty long. But I think these are really great conversations that we should be sharing so hopefully others can learn something out of it the way we did
0: so thanks for tuning in and listening
2: a lot of them
3: weren't actually trying to help other people they were like really just in it for themselves to make money which i don't which kind of makes me sick right like
2: yeah of course
3: you're taking advantage of people who are like trying to better themselves for your own personal gain right so there's unfortunately my mom ran like my mom would see a lot of people or my mom would deal with a lot of people like that and she wouldn't necessarily see it right away and I would and it's not like I'm I have like this like supervision or whatever it's just like I've been around a lot of shitty people (laughs) so I can usually tell Uh, so because of that I kind of just didn't trust anyone from that world Uh. but uh, I'm like starting to learn that there's like people who like stick around and my mom been friends with for, like, a long time... ...and they aren't really, like, full of themselves... ...and they're not talking about... ...you know... ...shit that's... ...I don't know how to explain it, but... the, ...yeah... ...I don't know, my mom, my mom dealt with, like, a lot of people who... ...took advantage of her, and... It, ...all that... ...kind of world makes me think of that... ...and it makes me angry, does that make sense? Yes. But I kind of, like, take it out on her, which isn't fair... So I'm trying to figure out how to not do that. This is it's a process. It's been a, it's been a long process, <laughs> but I've, I realized it like a couple years ago, and I'm still I still have, like I'm still trying to deal with it. Also, my dad like talked a bunch of shit about a lot of these people all the time, so I kind of like he kind of like jaded me a bit also. So I'm trying to get past that. Wow, anyway, that's,
2: that's the fucking deep inner workings of my brain for today. <laughs> I like it, man. Yeah. That's good, Palmer. Dude. Yeah.
1: I think you just talking about it is good because um, it's not often that you sit there and reflect on these things.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty reflective. I'm like almost... I don't know how... This is going to sound weird, but I'm like almost too reflective. Like, I think about my actions on like a daily basis and sometimes it's exhausting because I'm kind of like a perfectionist where I, if, if I don't do something just right, like, I don't know, tell me, tell me this. Have you ever been in a situation where you get upset because you're upset? I don't know how to explain it. You're upset and you start like acting out because you're like disappointed in yourself right like or you expect that you should be like do you ever take it out I don't know this this is this is something that's been happening to me at work that I'm like trying to figure out but I'll I'll like lash out because I can't solve a problem because I'm used to being able to solve pretty much like anything that comes my way and like because of that if if I can't solve something I'll like start lashing out but it's really just because you know I'm like scared of not being able to do it you know what I mean I
2: don't
3: know maybe that's just me
2: I mean like that situation is pretty specific you know it's related to your work
3: yeah but um, well I mean it kind of happens in everything but it might just be me
2: I mean it could be something that you can work on like you're aware of that now so you just need to figure out where it's coming from and how to uh had to uh, like reset that emotion you know it's causing you an emotion right you feel something you feel some type of way and you don't want to feel that way so you do something to make it stop or make you feel better Um, yeah but the awareness is the first step you know it's there yeah so yeah I think maybe you could practice like there are things that that we have learned about controlling the emotions like there's breathing you can do it doesn't you don't need to like I don't know it's it's not as weird as it sounds like it's breath work so you're you're bringing in fresh oxygen into your body and all of your cells and it causes like a state of like calmness
1: yeah you can always just focus on your breath and if you count like three breaths it usually just helps me shake whatever feeling that I had and I I forget about it and I feel better instantly just by remembering to breathe because, you know, all the worry and anxiety that you have uh-huh. is something that hasn't even happened yet. So now you're using double the energy of thinking about something that hasn't happened and then also living through it. So you're you're going through it twice right you know so if there's nothing you can do about it just take a deep breath like you're here you're here in the moment now and what can you do now and then worry about that later you'll get there when you get there you know what i mean right <clears throat> so yeah whenever you feel like you're unsure of your feelings just take a deep breath and just remember like i'm lucky to just be living nothing else really matters but i'm i'm here and i'm living and as soon as these 3 to 5 breaths big big deep breaths are done you're gonna forget about all those worries and anxiety it's gonna help but yeah. it just takes practice so you know during the days you can start now you can just think about like hey let me just take a deep breath cause I'm here and I'm alive now and then um you can get to all the other stuff later and you can enter everything in a positive um attitude mm-hmm. and just keep bringing that good energy with you
3: yeah.
2: nice another thing too is um, when I get stuck on a problem I can I can usually realize that I'll feel it and I know that I can't figure it out so I'll just get up and then go for a short walk you know gets a, a change of scenery change of pace it gets my brain thinking of something else and by the yeah. time I come back that idea is ready to go You know, like you come back with a fresh mind, but that's something, I don't know if you do that already. Like if you get kind of stuck on a problem, yeah, you could sit there and eventually you'll figure it out, but you're just causing yourself more stress and anxiety by sitting there staring.
3: I think the challenge is, I think the challenge is, uh, the challenge is like reminding yourself that you can do that.
2: Yeah. 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 Definitely.
3: Like removing the pressure. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're us- we're very demanding on ourselves. If you think about it, you know. Yeah. And like in reality, like it just takes a simple little break. Just take go for a walk, go breathe. Don't worry about you know. Just don't worry about that problem you were worrying about so much. Just reset a little bit and come back. Yeah. That it That shit's big. That's major, and it's something that needs to be learned. Cause I'm very stubborn. I will not, I don't like to leave things unfinished. So I sit there and I push myself and my brain starts getting hot and I feel it. Yeah. You're
1: literally overworking your brain and that's how you get more tired. How do you,
3: how do you set, how do you set that like breaking point where you go, okay, now I know I need to do this. I need to go like, I need to get outside. I need to like,
2: it's a feeling that I, that I had developed over time. Like, um, because it, it is hard to know when enough is enough, you know? Yeah,
3: because um, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, if I just spend like five more minutes, I'm going to figure this out. But that five minutes could be the difference of like... Yeah,
2: but usually it, it's a feeling too. Like, too far. Yeah. It's a feeling as in what I feel is, I, I know this, I can do this. Why Why can't I figure it out? That's when I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. Yeah. You Because know? you, you know what you're capable of and then for some reason you just have this block. You just can't figure something out. And at that moment is when you should just uh take that break take that break and it and it might happen more often than you think you know but every time you come back you're gonna feel so much better and you're gonna realize like that these breaks are important Mm -hmm.
3: i mean yeah that's true
2: yeah
1: yeah when's the last time you went outside to take deep breaths of fresh air
3: (laughs) um I do it I definitely do it and I've been doing it more often but you know sometimes I'll just hit that that breaking point that I like you know I've gone too far kind of thing like where nothing can like like I kind of just lose like uh I like lose the like rationality to to like I don't know how to explain it yeah yeah, you just, you just go too, you just get too far. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's something I got to figure out, because it's, it's definitely, like, that's, like, my biggest thing in life. But, you know, you guys, I mean, you guys know me pretty well, but I don't think you've seen me... you see me at my, my like, worst as far as, like, emotionally hurt, but I don't think you've seen me at my worst, like frustrated, or, like, irrational, like, angry, because yeah. you kind of, you guys don't really
2: do that same but, uh,
1: I have no an yeah. idea, Palmer, <laughs> I know, yeah. I know you always beat yourself up over things, it's a lot of, it sounds like you kind of doubt yourself,
2: I
3: mean, I think it's like, I think it's more like a over, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I, yeah, because I mean, I was talking to my, my friend, and he's like, I feel like you put more thought into what, you know, you put more thought into, like, what you're doing every day than anyone I've ever met, and it's like, not, not like, not like work-wise, but like, you know, how I'm acting and shit, yeah. uh, why I don't does,
1: know. Why would you say it's acting?
3: Um, I don't know, sometimes... Sometimes I can be, like, an entitled little bitch. (laughs) It just happens.
2: Yeah.
3: When I'm stressed out or I'm, like, you know, I get...
2: You know where the answers are?
3: Huh? No idea.
2: You get one guess. Uh... No idea. The answers are within you, Palmer. Yeah.
3: Everything. So Stop going to every, everybody else and try and solve my shit.
2: Yeah, everything that you notice about yourself that, you know, you would want to work on. Those those were just things that you learned through your childhood, through your experiences going through life. But each one of those you can work on with yourself. You know, nobody's sure. nobody's making you feel these emotions. You are.
1: Yeah. you're you're causing your own stress anxiety doubts so if we can change those and you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself like three nice things a day like a positive affirmation you're gonna start to see differences in your everyday life and it will change within like I want to say a couple days to a couple weeks I started practicing this around Thanksgiving I started writing nice things about myself things that I want to be like, Mm -hmm. and uh, as time went on, I was flipping back through my pages and my journal, and I was like, oh shit, like, I used to want to be that way, and now I feel that way, you know, I am love, I am light, I am enough, I I am limitless, those are things that I used to feel really uncomfortable saying, but now I'm just walking around feeling like I am love, I am light, you know, like, I feel good, I feel bomb, so... Why don't you practice thinking about, like, three things you want to be each day? Write it down. Just write it down anywhere in a little journal, your calendar, your notebook. And each morning you wake up, before you even start your day and get out of bed and leave the room, think about what you want to be before you exit the room. So that way, when you leave your room, you leave the house, you portray, like, I want to be this confident guy that's sure of himself right so for you since i'm hearing kind of like doubts i would i would use something like i am confident with myself that's it even if it doesn't feel like it's true say it until it becomes true and when that becomes true find the next thing you want to be you want to be amazing as fuck write that down you know so you should try it i i'm having my friends Vivi and Matt, they're doing it, and I see, I I see improvements. Honestly, I hear it in her voice, and I feel it in her energy. And, and it's it's so simple. It's so simple. Palmer. And it's
2: spreading, Palmer. It's spreading to her family. Yes. Yeah. You know, like when you become the light, you know, people are gonna become attracted to that, and they're gonna start to pick up on that light, and carry it it's good good. man like you really do happiness is is within you you know all these things that we've been taught and forced to you know think that we need they're the they're the source of our own happiness but the happiness is really within you and it's it's good man it feels like once you feel like you can master your emotions and you can control the way you feel the way you act like you are in complete control of your life You don't, you don't need to have bad days. Like you really do not need to have bad days, ever.
3: Yeah. (sighs) I mean, sometimes growth comes from those bad days, but I guess what you're saying is, is you don't need to have like self-induced bad days.
2: Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. You can change it around real quick. Like sometimes me and Matt would get into like disagreements and it would make me kind of upset. So I'll just go to the restroom, go outside, and take three deep breaths. And by the time I come back, I forgot what I was even upset about. It's not even worth it anymore. And life goes back to normal, you know? Yeah. Matt, Matt probably wasn't even pissed. He wasn't even needing any fresh air. He was chilling. It was just me, you know? Yep. So sometimes it's it's not anybody else but yourself. You can't control anything but yourself, your breath, your thoughts. And it all starts from within. It really does, it sounds cheesy and weird, like what the hell, but just start paying attention to yourself, your body, and how you feel. And I feel like you will, um, will you'll start to feel more at peace with yourself. Like, oh, I didn't need to use all that extra energy, worrying and having anxiety, or thinking about what he said, she said. None of that matters, really.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because other people are dealing with their own stuff, too, you know? So, you know how you say you lash out when you feel a certain type of way? Yeah. If anybody portrays that type of energy towards you, like, you can understand that they feel something within themselves. That's the reason why they're lashing out, you know? Yeah. So, we're all just a bunch of fucked up people trying to coexist on this planet, (laughs) and we end up hurting each other, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, that's but, real. But one thing that we've, uh, Tao and I have kind of started to, to say is we carry this peace bubble around us, right? We have like an aura and there are going to be negative people out there and you'll feel the energy kind of hit you, but you have the choice to let it affect you or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So since we're carrying around a little peace bubble and there is negative energy, we just kind of deflect it, you know, we mm-hmm. don't let it into our, our bubble. Yeah. It's like a force field, you know. I don't know if you like sci-fi, but you got your own like force field and your shield, <laughs> blocking out the haters. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah,
3: that makes sense. Yeah.
2: But let's hang out with your mom. Let's see what your mom's about.
3: Yeah.
2: And let's get to the root of it. Let's talk. Let's talk about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. <coughs> you.
1: Really good, Palmer.
3: Nice. Yeah, I'm like so excited to see you like went on a vacation.
1: <laughs> right? Me, Palmer, me. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I left the house. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. This we was... live um if you guys ever want to
2: come up here and stay, we live like literally across the street from the beach now. It's, nice. mm-hmm. it's like kind
3: of like a beachy town within San Francisco.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah,
3: you're welcome anytime.
2: Thank you. We should have
3: space now to like have people over and have them stay and have it not be like uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. My reason and purpose for traveling—it's always to see people. Yeah. I just want to see people.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's usually mine,
2: too.
3: (laughs) Shami likes to see places I like to see people or, like, things, like, different. I like to get perspective on the things that I like Mm -hmm. in different places. Yeah.
0: That's
3: why it's cool to go, like, do drifting stuff in other places.
1: Yeah. I like that.
3: Yeah, because it's like people and... Like, my passion in one place. Mm. I think Shelby likes to get lost. Which is like a different thing. But... It's cool too, yeah? Yeah. Does that have any plans? that coming out? Any big plans?
1: Mm, no, we're just trying to go back out to that cabin in the mountains just yeah. enjoy nature be with friends and family and gain new experiences with them
3: yeah where is that is it like man- like mammoth or
2: is it like mm, bear, bear it, big bear
1: it's called pine mountain club pine mountain club it's two hours north from us oh okay.
2: that's nice mm-hmm. that's not
3: too- So are you guys feeling a lot less uh, materialistic these
1: days? Can you can you repeat that? Is that
3: are you guys feeling a lot less materialistic these days?
1: Oh my gosh, Palmer, like you have time, I will tell you all about it.
3: Yeah, give me.
1: Okay, hold on. So one night last week I felt like being in touch with nature. So I had the sudden urge to open up all my windows right before I went to bed. It was so cold. Um, But I, I opened everything and I liked the sound of the wind, the calmness. And I was like, oh shit, this is dope. I want to hear it even better. So I decided to turn off my heater, my computer, my air filter, my clocks, my iPad, my... My phones, I started disconnecting everything that was electrical in my room. I felt like something- Just crazy for you. Oh. Like- Palmer, I, I took off the monitor that you gave me. <laughs> I gave it to Matt's mom. I decided randomly, all because I wanted a little bit of fresh air. I tore everything apart. I pulled off the monitor and I said, Matt's mom can have this. She dreamed about it when she seen me working on it a couple weeks ago, and she told me about her dream. I was like, oh shit, she probably really likes it, and I don't really need it because I'm not working as much. Um, so I was like, you know what, she can, she can use it, and I can use it whenever I need to, and I haven't so far. It's been about a week now. Um, so yeah, that happened on Wednesday. I started disconnecting everything, and then um, it was just like an energy. I felt like a very strong sense of i need to be in touch with nature i don't need these electronics i don't need these things and i started disconnecting and detaching myself from my belongings and one of the main things i did was i took off my watch and my clocks i had no idea what time it was when i was doing all of this in the morning I have an idea, it was like one forty in the morning. That's probably the time I last looked at the clock when I disconnected it. And I just kept working through the night. Matt was trying to sleep and I was just rummaging around the room, just pulling everything off, pulling all the cords out, throwing it all into like a bag, just wherever, right? And so I woke up and I was like, fuck, like, do I still feel this way? Am I gonna regret disconnecting everything? And I was like, fuck, I made a mess. My whole room is like, it's never been so messy. I never go to sleep like this. But I felt good. I was like, you know what? I feel like being outside today. So I pulled out a blanket and I just laid on my front lawn. And I just laid there for like hours. <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of nice. Was this the middle
2: of the night or
3: during the
1: day? During the day now. <laughs> and this happened for like, maybe i want to say like three or four days i was just laying out in the sun and my neighbors were getting concerned to the point where they were like texting me when i was napping and texting matt like hey like just to let you know there's someone on your front lawn and then i didn't see it because i was napping but um i woke up and i was like is it a homeless (laughs) And then she's like oh never mind my husband texted Matt and he said it was just you I was like oh shit yeah it's me I'm just enjoying myself out here so yeah but then she texted me back and she said something like oh me and my daughters used to go out there for picnics it's like a good reminder to go out and do so and I was like cool like I feel the need to be with nature and maybe other people are gonna remember like hey I should go outside and just enjoy this fresh air and listen to the trees and the birds, you know. I feel like too often times we're so wrapped up in our house with the computers. And even though all of us can't travel, like, you can always go outside, you know. So that's just what I did. I did that for a few days. People were getting really concerned. Um, I didn't know what time it was. Palmer, I was practicing no clocks um i just laid out there till this you know when the sun was out so the time it went down then i went inside and that's where i had been for a few days just living in my own world not worried about what has to be done what people were thinking i just laid out there and i felt good soaking up the sun journaling my thoughts and just doing something different and new it felt really good <laughs> so
3: yeah what what advice would you give to people who feel like they're trapped by this, like the same situation? Like a lot of people do, I don't know, have jobs that kind of require them to be on the computer or, um, you know, like connected all the time. Like what, mm. what advice would you give those people? Um,
1: for me, I feel like these urges and these thoughts and things came because i was open to cleansing my gut a couple weeks ago ever since i cleaned up my eating meaning no meat no sugars no caffeine no dairy products i started consuming more organic cell foods which are things that are made from the earth the sun And not man-made. So I avoided boxed foods, processed foods, takeout, anything oily, greasy. And I really cleansed out my gut. And once that happened, I started feeling things that I never felt before. Who knew I had more feelings than negative ones? And I discovered all of this unintentionally just because I wanted to clean out my gut. And the only reason why I wanted to clean out my gut was because I felt like I had brain fog. I wasn't operating correctly. I did not feel optimized. I did not feel energized. I did not feel motivated. I just didn't feel very good about myself and I knew things could have been better and I didn't know where to start. So my advice for anyone that wants to make changes is just to start with your food. Don't eat stuff that you know you shouldn't be having and do your research to figure out what you should be having.
3: I've actually noticed that's like the biggest thing for me is if I eat really bad, then I generally have like, later in the day, I'll, I'll be more negative. I actually had, a, I actually, believe it or not, I had, you'll think this is funny, but I had a spreadsheet that I was like tracking my mood based on like a bunch of different things that I did in the day. I did this like a couple years ago. But um, I learned that like if I ate a specific way at lunch, then later in the day I would have
1: like more kind of like negative, negative uh, feeling towards certain things. That's really good, Palmer. I was gonna say you should do that food tracking.
3: But yeah. I still
2: eat that. Oh.
1: <laughs> I know, but if you can, like you know, when you practice your positive affirmations in the day, okay. also log what you ate last night and how you felt and just keep doing that. You eat about two, three meals a day, log it, pay attention, and do better. Once you log and you hold yourself accountable, like, you did it before. You had an idea the food wasn't making you feel good, right? Yeah. So you logged it, but now you didn't know what to do with that information.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's more of like an impulse thing. Yeah. Right.
1: But now, knowing that, that's a really good start because I've had my coach tell me to do that and i've had my friend ernie tell me to do that as well and once i started doing that i realized like oh shit these tamales made me really sleepy this birria made me think very badly about myself oh this egg roll made me have the runs you know like <laughs> and these are all true and i only i only discovered that because i ate pretty as clean as possible and as i started eating like you know a little bit of meat here or there I, I felt it immediately it didn't take me a day to notice I felt it within I want to say 10 minutes I was like damn I'm sleepy my eyes are heavy oh man I'm thinking all these bad thoughts I wasn't thinking about earlier so it's all in the food so my advice to you is just clean out your eating don't bring in foods you know you shouldn't be having avoid temptations and just stay in your practice do the best that you can do every day and don't beat yourself up for it yeah and you know today's what march 16th i bet you by the end of this month if you practice every single day your eating and your positive affirmations your life will start changing and just start now don't wait till tomorrow don't wait till next week next month just start now think positive thoughts eat good food 'Cause you are what you eat, right? You gotta consume good things to have a good like outcome. That's it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's really simple. And a lot of people miss this. They don't they don't know this because they grew up eating these foods. They reach for food because it's comfortable, you know. When you're feeling sad you probably reach for a certain something. When you're feeling happy, you probably reach for a certain something to celebrate. We're yeah. so we're so attached to our food.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. I had to I'm cut out my boba and my sushi and well, my french fries. You know me, my stacked, not stacked. Yeah,
3: no, I yeah, you not you not drinking boba it means this is you're taking this really seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah, no sugars because the moment you have sugar It's like a drug and you become addicted and you want more. If it's not boba, I would be reaching for an Oreo cookie or a Pop-Tart, anything really. I just wanted to constantly stuff my face. You know me. I used to try and eat like, I wanted to eat like every two hours. Yeah. Whenever I had anxiety, I'd reach for food to make myself feel more comfortable. And I realized it just goes full circle. I had to cut that out. I had to make a lot of changes in my lifestyle to be able to get to this point. And the beautiful thing is it doesn't take that long. It just takes you being aware and that's that's halfway there, right? You know that the food is the issue. And once you change that and you make small changes every day, you're going to feel the effects big time. Your life will change, Palmer. You're going to call me with a whole another type of energy and attitude like, Tao, guess what I did today? Guess what I created? Guess what I designed? Guess what I did, you know? Guess where I went? Guess where I saw? Guess what type of conversations I had? Guess how I felt? You're gonna feel so bomb, Palmer. And I know, I know you can do it. Because, you know, when we talk, I see so many similarities in us. So I know how it is, I know how it was. But I wanted to let you know that it is possible to make these changes. And it just starts by being aware, and just taking action. Practice every day. Improve yourself every day. Try something new every day.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna put all my computer stuff outside quite yet, but I'm. You know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely interested in giving some of this like a shot. At least. Yeah, I know the food thing. The food thing, I think, is the biggest thing for me. You know, you get like impulsive or you're like, oh man, I gotta, I need to eat. Oh, this is like the easy way to do it. You know, it's, it's but uh, you pay for it later.
2: Mm-hmm. I usually do. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, either like attitude or something because, yeah, a lot of that food just like burns off quickly and then you're left like hungry again, but you don't know it. Yeah. Not you know filled. Um. But yeah, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of us are struggling right now with the with the technology thing. Like, either have it be for your job or for social media or whatever. Like, I think that's I think that's probably the biggest addiction in the world right now. You know, is at least some kind of technology, social media. You know?
1: Yeah.
3: For those, like, do you feel, do you feel now that you've kind of like removed some of this technology from your life? Because I mean, yeah, I remember like last time I was there, we were talking about how you, you know, were automating all this stuff for Street Faction and, you know, you're all, you had cameras and all, you know, all this stuff. Like, you're, you're, you're definitely like a very like technical person, kind of like myself. Like, how, do you still feel productive without these tools? Like, do you you even care, like, about being productive? Like, what, you know, what was the shift? I'm I'm trying to understand. Like, you know, because you're definitely, like, somebody who's very, like, productive and process, like, oriented and stuff. And is this kind of, like, an exercise in maybe, like, separating from that? Or I know I asked, like, three questions, but...
1: (laughs) That's fine. Um, I'm still trying to process everything, so it's good that we're having this conversation. But basically, you know, these past few weeks, a lot of things have been changing for me. Um, I'm just gaining new answers and experiences everywhere, so I'm just trying to piece it all together and figure out what's happening. But, um, you know, I was talking to Teddy and... He sent me a podcast about um, letting go of to-do lists and I was like what I'm not ready for that like no I I need my to-do list like how will I know what to do with my life if I don't have a list (laughs) yeah and my calendar you know like I make my days very efficient and I rely on a calendar to tell me what to do for the day what do I got to do who do I got to see And um, that night when I disconnected everything, it didn't really matter. To me, I felt like it just didn't matter because I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll deal with it then. Because if it's important enough, I will remember it. And the only things that are really important to me are so simple. They're so simple, I don't need to write it down. Everything else I've been writing down in my to-do list are just more things for me to dread about. And feel anxiety about. I didn't realize how much it was weighing me down until I stopped checking on it. Yeah, I still have it somewhere in my computer, but I'm so scared to look at it. I've had a glance a couple of days after like the whole front lawn thing. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, I can't believe I used to religiously write in what I need to do. And then just feel shitty about not doing it. So, yeah so now how I start my day is I well usually at night I'll go to sleep I'll either put my phone in airplane mode or just turn it off completely and put it in a drawer when I put my phone in the drawer it felt like it felt like you know when you get a new phone you put the old one away and it doesn't even matter anymore it just it's it used to be your life but now it's just a thing in your drawer Wow. and that's how I felt about my phone I was like oh shit like my brand new phone I got, I just put it in the drawer as if it's a thing and it doesn't matter. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. So the first step was just detaching yourself. Turn it off. If you can't detach, just turn it off real quick. And if you need it, turn it back on. If someone truly needed to reach you, they'll know how to get to you. They know where you are. Yeah. They they should know who you're with, you know. But if you feel like you need to make yourself available by leaving your phone on just in case somebody needs you, you'll never really have a peace of mind you're waiting you're waiting for a phone call or a message and you can't just enjoy yourself because you're you're so busy thinking about others if they need you what they're thinking of you what they think of what you're doing you can't be yourself so yeah detaching is a pretty good start so that's my practice i'm not perfect some days i leave it on airplane mode or i'll reach for it in the morning but i do know that it should be off because when it's off, I don't look at the time. And what I'm really trying to do is lose track of time. Because time is a man made illusion, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I keep thinking about what I need to do tomorrow or in a couple hours or later, I'm not able to live in the moments because I keep thinking about the time. So that's just my practice. I don't know why I had this sudden urge to do that a couple nights ago. But I did, and I loved it. Yes, you know, now that I'm back to a regular work week where I have to deal with people who use the clock and the time, I have to also practice that. So I was like, oh, crap, I got to call my coach. Let him know that, hey, I've been disconnected for a while. I'm just doing my thing, and um, I'll be back when I'm ready. So one of the first things I did after that, what I call like, My great awakening was I went to go see my coach just to tell him, hey, I'm going to disconnect for a little bit, just figure out some things because I'm getting the answers I've been looking for for so long. And he understood. And I was like, cool, now I have one less obligation. I can continue on this path of enlightenment and just figure out myself more. All these feelings I had, I never got to feel because the food suppressed it. Me worrying about other people suppressed it. I couldn't truly be myself in my own body, in my own mind and in my own thoughts. I
3: see. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel when you came back after taking that break, it made it easier to limit?
1: It was really dangerous, Palmer. Because I felt so free That I almost didn't want to be tied down to a job, a house, or anything anymore. Wow. I felt like none of that mattered. As I laid out in the sun, time would just pass by. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even care. I'm just happy that I feel good.
3: I see.
1: It's weird to explain but you know me and you know how I was so
2: yeah
1: I'm glad yeah. I, yeah I'm glad I get to have this conversation with you because it happened so fast and I didn't really have time to just digest everything it didn't feel real it felt like a vacation
3: yeah so how how often do you think you're gonna go and do that
1: well Every day, I feel like I should go outside at least once a day. And just It doesn't matter how long. Just go out there and enjoy the sunlight and the trees and the birds. And then just go back to my usual thing. You know, this is what I have to do for now. I have to make sure my business runs successfully. So Matt and I can take a step back and really start to appreciate, like, nature and taking care of our family and our friends more, you know. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. So we just want to take care of what we started. And then I want to take a step back, slow down and enjoy life because there's more to life than working and worrying all the time. I'm missing out on my mom, my family, having these conversations with you and helping others just through my experience. Yeah.
3: When you say that we're of your life before this like realization
1: can you repeat that
3: i said was uh would you say that work was pretty much like the focus of your life before you started having these realizations oh
0: of course you know me yeah my family is always saying oh Tao's not gonna make it out because she has work she's busy she's not gonna want to go you know everybody knows me as the one who's always working the workaholic so for me to be able to detach myself from work was like wow. There's more to life than just working all the time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it seems like our our world kind of favors. Uh, if you're looking, if you're looking for, if you're looking for like a. How do I explain it? If you're looking for materialistic success, the world favors people who focus on work, and that's their priority. It seems, it feels right, um, but you do you do end up missing out if you go that route. Like, you know, I guess what is success? Um, I used to. I used to prioritize work over drifting, believe it or not, and I missed out on quite a bit of stuff that I'm, you know, experiences that'll probably might happen again, but maybe didn't. And I, I kind of got to a point where I realized like, hey, you know, work is important, but like this is, this is the thing that makes me happy. So I need to like figure out how to make, make it so that I have enough time. And like resources to be able to do that, and when I figured that out, I have you know it has it has made things better. And you know, some may look at that as a some may look at that as like a material thing, but at the same time, uh, I realized like I stopped putting money into things that were for show, I guess, and started putting money into things that like allowed me to do it more right like instead of buying you know like another set of wheels or something I bought uh, like a trailer so I could get my car to events mm-hmm. easier and kind of kind of like making those changes made it more um Enjoy. I get to like I get to do it more often right I get to see the people that I love that I do it with and I I get to you know making making that time at work definitely helped but I have a long way to go there because I'm still a bit materialistic, and I am addicted to technology and social media big time. So, you know, yeah. we we all have our we all have our struggles. Yeah. But uh, I think yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to see. I'm I'm kind of amazed to see your your transition because I've known you for so long, and I've you've you've always been a certain way and it's not a bad way to be right like you're still a positive like good person but uh it's kind of nice to see you like come out of your shell a bit and have these like realizations
1: thank you palmer (laughs) i'm proud of you Tao. oh i'm proud of you too (laughs)
3: um yeah i mean so i guess how how did you how did you begin this journey like how did this like what what I don't know sorry I'm like I'm I'm interviewing you uh like how did you how did you begin this journey it seemed it seems like kind of not out of nowhere but like slowly you started making changes in it like what was the tipping point when you're like I need to make a change or, or did you just find like a better I don't know I'll let you explain it <laughs>
1: Um there's no start date. I just knew that I always wanted better for myself. I just didn't know how to do it. And I am very aware of myself and my you know, my vices and my flaws and I didn't know how to fix it. So I started reading books about my brain, the subconscious mind and how it works. So, I was able to understand why I do what I do, why I felt the way I felt. just I became open I became open to reading and learning about these things, which caused me to be open to trying new things, and by trying new things and being open, I st- stumbled across this you know thirty day challenge that was meant to cleanse and clear out my gut which I did and I did not know that this was going to unlock a whole nother level of like waking up you know mm. I just thought I was going to perform better at work, that's all I wanted You know, <laughs> a little bit of motivation creativity but I remember clearly it was like on day 20 Of our challenge out of thirty, and I sat there in bed and I told Matt, I was like, "Babe, my hands and feet are really tingly. It's like vibrating. Is this what they mean by high vibrations? Because I feel it. It's tingly." And he, he just said, "Are you sure you're not high?" And I was like, "Well, I'm high like almost every night, and I don't feel like this." Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's the food, babe. Like, I no longer have crappy, low vibrational French fries and fried things in my body. I'm eating lots of berries and nuts and, you know, seeds. <laughs> um, I just cleaned it up. I was, I've never felt so optimized. That's a really good way to put it. I felt like my body was at its peak in 30 years. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I did it. I, we actually cleansed our gut. It worked. Because now I can feel the foods that are inside of me. Yeah. And I felt really good. My energy was high. My mood was high. And I knew the moment if I broke this, I would just revert back to my old, regular self, you know? So I told Matt, I need to remember this feeling capture it write it down and not let that go because once you have unlocked that level you're never going to want to go back and how do i keep that feeling i had to write it down i had to remember i had to journal my thoughts so i started writing these things down about how i felt each day with the foods and if i mess up i try again the next day until i can keep my vibrations high again So that was the, it was like the boost to my, all the changes. The food really helped me um, get there faster. And so I don't know how much time has passed. (laughs) And there was that night where I just felt the need to be in touch with nature and disconnect from technology. And um there was one trippy thing that I had maybe a couple days after that. It was like a Saturday. I attended this Insight Timer Live like meditation session where this guy, Davin Youngs, he he does a sound healing um like whole session where he just improvises music. And I remember a couple months ago, it was such a great experience. I danced, I laughed, I cried, I cleaned, I was productive. I felt really good listening to it. So I was like, oh, I have time today. Like, let's do it. Let's listen and let's see what what comes about this time. So I hopped on and um, I had an amazing experience and I felt really uplifted. I felt like I ended up in like another dimension, like seriously, like so high, you know, And the the energy of the other people that were listening and tuning in, like he feeds off our energy and he feels it. And his music changes based off of the energy that he's getting from the people watching. So, dude, I was so into it that um, I felt like I started seeing things. And I haven't really had a chance to talk about this, so this is a good time. Um, But this is when all my windows are still open i don't have a sense of time i only knew it was one o'clock so i can show up right so i don't i don't know what's going on right so i look out the window and i start to see the leaves on the tree move in like urgency like it's it's just like shaking and um just waving around and it's talking to me i'm like am i fucking crazy or hi or like what is going on like n- no one was around me matt was i don't know where he was i was just in the room by myself and i was like i don't know what's going on but fuck it let's listen to what the wind has to say to me because prior to that day i was laying out in the sun and my friend ernie was like what is the wind saying to you i was like i don't fucking know they don't talk i don't speak wind <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to tell me you know so i when I stopped trying to listen to the wind I let the wind talk to me and I felt a sense of urgency and I was looking at the wind and the leaves it was going east and I was like fuck is it trying to tell me to go east do I have to travel somewhere to go east I started thinking these things like it sounds crazy but I felt the urge to connect with certain family members that lived out in Colorado and um i was like maybe this is a sign to reach out and you know i just started thinking new thoughts just by paying attention to like nature to this day i don't know if it was real it felt so real i actually wrote it down in my journal and i read it like i read it i still read it over and over to be like is this shit real all the notes and everything i wrote it's so amazing i've i've never written on paper palmer in like years you know me I always use my phone and my computer to log my notes. So this was the first time I got to experience my handwriting, in the dark even. And I wrote everything blindly, not knowing what was written down. And it came from my heart. I don't remember writing any of it. All of that came straight up from my heart, something I didn't even know I had. And it was all within me. It was literally, I let my heart speak. I let myself feel. And it all came really easily. And all I had to do was just clean up my eating. The answers, literally the first thing I wrote that night in the dark was, the answers are within me. When I stopped trying to look around so hard for these answers, I found out it was within me, within the food that I eat, within the thoughts that I create in my mind The suffering and the anxiety, that was caused by me. I didn't know any better. I didn't have the tools. Nobody taught this to me. I had to just pay attention. I had to read books. I had to listen to conversations. All the answers are always there, you know, like the wind. It's trying to tell you things, and we're so blinded because we're so wrapped up in what he said, she said, that we're not even paying attention to our own gut feeling, our own intuition. So, yeah, there's no start date, it's just being open, cleaning up my eating, keep learning and keep trying new things, and that was the biggest change in my life, and anybody could do it, it's free, you don't gotta buy a program or an experience or a journey or anything, you just do it, you do it and it's free. (laughs)
3: monthly
1: fee yeah exactly i wrote that down too i said there's no fee the experience is free so to all these people who feel the need to travel or go buy something or go do something you don't have to do all that you can have fun just being you feeling yourself being yourself because there's nobody out there that will ever be like you ever like think about it palmer there's only one of your heart ever it's never no, gonna it's never gonna yeah, it's never gonna beat like yours. it's never gonna think like yours. it's never gonna feel like yours. We are so lucky like we are the most advanced robots on this planet. We can think, we can feel, we can taste, and I feel like we take advantage like we take our bodies for granted. We forget that we can do those things. You can literally come up with a thought and go do anything that you want. Like, to, like you want to go to Hawaii? You can go to Hawaii tomorrow. The only thing that's stopping you is yourself and your thoughts. So I'm learning to let go of, um, you know, just things that no longer serve me and making room for the things that are better for my life.
3: I mean, Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's a lot huh yeah and I barely and
3: it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because it seems to me like there's a direct relation to your perception it's not like a, it's not like a it's not like a post like experience change based on diet but it diet has affected your perception of things
2: mm,
1: so. yes
3: so it's not like it's not like you experience something and then you are thinking about it differently later on like your your diet is now affecting the way you perceive things coming in right so it's not a change of it's not changing your thought process it's changing your the way that you're taking in information i love that sounds like that's what i need to do (laughs) right like i think a lot of us need that i think a lot i think a lot of our our anxiety and stress comes from the way we perceive a situation right like a, a lot of the time i've noticed i don't know if this is true for you but a lot of the time i've noticed sometimes when you have a much of anxiety or stress from a situation sometimes you'll look back at it and realize that it wasn't actually uh it wasn't exactly the way that you pictured it initially, and thats it was just unnecessary stress.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
3: And do and you think uh, diet has helped you overcome that? Because that's Pom- kind of important, you know? It's, like, important for everybody.
1: I'm pretty sure the answer is... your food yeah what are you feeding yourself
3: it varies um honestly like since you started posting all the like smoothie stuff I've been getting smoothies in the morning (laughs) (laughs) which is cool but then like you know I kind of revert back to my to my typical I don't know I just don't yeah I don't I don't necessarily well like I love burritos you know I love Mexican food Um, you know, if I'm stressed out, I'll go and get, like, something I shouldn't, you know, like, I'll go get a sandwich, and I know, I know, the worst part is, like, in my head, I'm, like, going to get that food. This is crazy, I've never talked about this to anybody. I'm going to get that food, and in my head, I know, like, this is going to affect me negatively later, but, like, I just want it. Like, I want that sandwich or I want that like burrito like I, I know I know I'm gonna go get the one and I'm gonna add egg to it and I'm gonna like you know get get the like supreme one or you know whatever like it's it's kind of this weird like thing where I know I know in my mind that I shouldn't be doing it but I do it anyway because I, I like really enjoy
2: eating poorly but I, I know that it's gonna negatively affect you later
3: I don't know have you ever have you ever have you ever been that way is am i crazy am i the only one that knows that i'm doing something bad that i shouldn't i feel like that's human nature a little bit right
1: is it <laughs> did we grow up eating these burritos
3: yeah i think that's it you know like you grow up eating the foods that you grow up eating like you know it was like exciting to go to in and out because i'm a, like i was going to visit my grandparents in la and we were taking i-5 down we stopped at In and Out and I remember the like cups and stuff, you know, from when I was a little kid. So like it's always like going there is like a exciting experience or whatever. But every time I eat there I always feel super dehydrated after. And when I get dehydrated I'm I'm irritable, you know like so I always know I know this. I know this about going to eat there, but I'll do it anyway, you know? Like um Yeah. I think that's definitely one of the things that's the difference between my two parents right like my mom eats really well she's like super super disciplined in the way she eats she eats healthy organic she doesn't eat big portions and then my dad is like gluttonous (laughs) you know like he's like pasta you know Italian food and it's steaks and you know, like, you know, not, I, I think, I think, like, a I don't know how to explain it. I think, like, processed foods and the really greasy stuff has a big negative impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, I just have like gravitate to it, especially when I'm in a mood where I know, like, if I'm on the borderline of like being in like an irritable mood, I will eat that food and I know that it's going to amplify it later. But I like that's that's like my go-to right so i guess it's all about breaking that that standard you
1: know yeah i mean you know what the issue is now now it's just your you know your self-control if you really want to make changes you know you can start by doing something small like you said you were doing the smoothies and you fell off just hop back on it's just one meal a day if you want to get two smoothies it's better than doing burritos right it's a yeah. start, and it's it's still enjoyable, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. W- what do you get? Where do you go?
3: Um, There's, like, a spot near my apartment that we walk to, mm-hmm. but they have, like, I don't know, they pretty much have all the good stuff that you post that you're putting in there, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to be, like, Tao today.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes me happy,
3: but yeah.
1: yeah, maybe you can practice doing that in the mornings change up your routine try something new you do your positive affirmations and then you go get your smoothie for the day and just hold yourself accountable if you want to just post every day like this is my bowl for the day this is what I'm having and as you keep doing that you're gonna notice that other people are gonna be like oh damn that looks really good I wanna do that too and then before you know it everyone's just vibing high and feeling good (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. <clears throat> I'm excited you, for you.
3: Did you have trouble with like impulse like I want boba? Like I know I know I know that wasn't easy for you.
1: Yeah, it was hard. Um but I had good practice because this time last year the pandemic started and the lockdown began. So I couldn't even get boba if I wanted to. Mm. And so I started looking up um Wholesalers to get supplies to make my own boba for me and the team. Wow. And then, I looked at the ingredients. I was like, man, everything's just sugar. Yeah. That would be irresponsible of me to just keep showing up with sugar and making them feel shitty and myself too. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just make smoothies.
3: Wow. So this started out by you trying to help your your team out, not mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
1: Yeah and i started making smoothies for myself every morning it was the beginning of the pandemic i was a little bit lost confused excited i i didn't know how i felt i loved working from home but i didn't have a structure or a routine i didn't know what i should be doing Um, but i knew i looked forward to going to the kitchen every morning and just making a smoothie And in the beginning, I had no idea how to make the smoothie. Everything was new. So it was too runny. It was too, you know, it tasted a certain way. And so each day, I made it a point to make the smoothie even better and better and better. It took me months before I even got comfortable enough to like start sharing it with like people outside. You know, Um, I never really posted about it, but it was happening. The work was happening every single day. I just wasn't logging it, I wasn't holding myself accountable. It was just something that I enjoyed. It was my treat, it made me feel good, I knew what was going in it, and I got to create. So as I was doing this, Matt's parents caught on, they're like, oh, like that looks good, Like, can I have some? Sure, I was doing it anyway. <laughs> so, you know, Matt's parents hopped on, Matt, and then sometimes his siblings, and I felt good. It doesn't take much extra effort and i get to do something for them so I like,
3: I like this i like this story because it it's so you because you're such a person who iterates on things like you you try things over and over and over again and try and make things better and more like more efficient obviously but this is kind of interesting because it's not necessarily about making it more efficient. I'm sure that you did some things to make it more efficient along the way, but it was to make things better for everybody else, right? Like, that's, mm. that's important.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you.
3: Gave you some purpose during the pandemic, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Which we all need, oh, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah.
3: I think, I think as humans, we're all just striving for purpose and purpose and acceptance you know Mm. that's all all humans really need other than like food
1: (laughs) (laughs) purpose acceptance and food
3: maybe some other stuff too but for me i think those are the big ones
0: no that's good so what would you say your purpose would be
1: simply put what is the most important thing to you like if the world were to end tomorrow what would be your ideal perfect day
3: I like to I feel like my purpose I feel like my purpose the thing that makes me the most happy is making people laugh Mm.
1: um
3: and like my per. I mean my perfect day is like drifting with the homies somewhere awesome um you know maybe like a nice meal with Shawmi me somewhere and then like taking Bodhi to the beach or our puppy mm. be, I think that'd be about it
1: simply put you know what you want you know yeah. what you know what makes you feel good
2: yeah
1: I love that it, if that's all achievable. you. Well, you can have that right now.
2: Yeah.
3: I think, I think that's why the pandemic's been especially hard with lockdown and everything, is it is kind of difficult to make people laugh. Like, you know, on a personal level, I was going into work. I liked making people laugh. Like, that was my... I think the days where I didn't make anyone laugh, or I, like, didn't solve any problems, those were bad days. But... My favorite days of work were solving problems and making people laugh. And right now, it's a lot harder to do that as we're all like separate. So that's definitely been weighing on me a bit. And yeah, I think, I think, I think diet, it sucks too, because like I really could have done more. Yeah, I think, I think the pandemic would have been a good time to like work on the diet thing you know it's never
1: too late I guess it's not too late don't say I guess I don't know Palmer (laughs) can we erase that from your vocabulary because it I don't know if you realize it it could really drag you down and limit yourself and I don't want that for you I want you to realize that that's what I hear and it's what other people hear and it's what you feel you say it so much it becomes true I don't know I'm not sure so just something to point out I want. Yeah. I want to practice like positive thoughts and positive thinking all the time, even if it doesn't feel true yet. Because what you say really does make a difference to anybody, and you do make people laugh all the time. Like COVID shouldn't stop any of that. You just have to speak a little louder, let your jokes be heard, use your confidence. I notice sometimes you kind of speak lowly because you're not like low because you're not sure of yourself and i'm like speak mm. up what you had to say is so good palmer your jokes are so funny too and i feel like i'm happy you have a platform and a following that people will listen keep sharing those stories those make me crack up like if once a day you're you're walking to the smoothie store and you see something funny you think of something funny post that shit yeah I love your post so much. It's so simply put, a little caption, and you make my day. I screenshot it and I show it to Matt later so I don't forget. Like, you got some good <laughs> stuff in there, all of it. You know
0: your trip in Japan, the things you see in um in your area in the Bay Area. Like, those are things other people don't get to experience. And since you have friends from all around the world in the drift community, and um, they look up to you. Whether you know it or not, um, yeah, people are paying attention. True. They're paying attention to what you're doing. So just keep spreading your love and your light. People are gonna receive it. That.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. You know, Tao, You know, I feel the same about you. Like I've, I've always said that you're, you know, very like intelligent, and I think that you have some like really good insight, like, you know, I've gone to you in some very like dire situations and you gave me some good help. So, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just so proud that you're doing what you're doing and kind of like helping other people. Cause you know, I think a lot of people don't show that they, you know, people don't show they're, that they're vulnerable on social media or even just like on a friend to friend basis. They have, you know, stuff that they're trying to work on. It's like, Where do you go you know like where do you even begin to look on how to how to kind of like solve anxiety or stress or you know even just social anxiety or any of these things so watching you kind of like come into your own and be able to do what you're doing i know i know as you know i see everybody like, sending you messages and stuff, like, it's because everybody who knows you knows that you're really insightful and it's nice that you're actually, like, confident in putting stuff out for people to listen to, I think it's, it's kind of eye-opening, right?
0: Yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah, thank you Palmer, that was really, <laughs> really sweet of you. And...
3: Yeah. You know I've said that before it's uh it's kind of given me like I said before right like I mean even before we were talking about um how my mom is really pays attention to diet and everything like I kind of as a kid always thought that that was like hippie or too you know like soft or you know (laughs) <laughs> but now, now that I see someone like you, kind of like making these steps, it does make it more intriguing, right? Like it, it's like, oh, is this is working for Tao. Like I know Tao. Tao. Tao and I have a lot of similarities. We, you know, we we have a lot of the same feelings about stuff or perceptions. Like maybe, maybe there is something to that. You know, maybe maybe she's onto something. So. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've known you almost 10 years now, maybe 10 years. Yeah. 10 years? 20, yeah,
0: 2013, almost 10 years.
3: Yeah, 2013. So eight years, I've known you eight years, and this is definitely the most... Growth. Yeah, or just open, you know? most
0: open you've been since i met you ever ever
3: yeah
0: i'm so happy that you called me today because i haven't really talked about this stuff and some of the people that i see on a daily basis they don't know the old me they don't know how i used to be
2: yeah
0: and they think that what they see now is how i've always been and that's not true In actuality all of us are changing in every moment some people are just going at faster pace and others are not but it's just how bad do you want it you know I had to go through so much like pain trial and error just figuring stuff out trying to help others getting hurt all these things had to have happened to me To lead me up to this exact moment, to this exact conversation that we're having. Because if I didn't do anything about it, I wouldn't be able to help you or anybody else that I love. Any of those people listening to my podcast or, you know, the people paying attention to my stories, my smoothies, people sending me messages. Like, all of that wouldn't have happened if I didn't work on myself. So the first yeah the first step is just being aware and then making those small changes and then as that happens it becomes like a snowball effect it becomes so big so fast and that's where i'm at right now i felt like 30 years i had just been trying to figure it out trying to get the answer trying to figure out why my life sucks this, <gasps> this sucks you know why can't i have this why can't i be like that this and that why 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 But imagine if I had cleaned up my eating back then, I probably wouldn't even have thought like that <laughs> but it doesn't matter because all those experiences it, it really did have to happen, and oh my gosh, the dreams I've never been able to dream. I didn't want to. I was having a lot of nightmares about, really? yeah, there's times where I would have um the same recurring nightmares about like certain friends that. I've burnt bridges with not knowing because I was young, I was in high school, college, and um I had nightmares and I, I was like, dude, something's not right. My brain is trying to tell me something. It's something is living inside of me like a guilt, you know. I lost a really good friend at the time because of pride, my own pride, and we didn't talk for like ten, twelve years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we, we got into a fallout and we didn't talk simply because of, like, miscommunication or assumption or simply not knowing or your pride getting in the way? Like, I would have missed all those years of watching you grow. Yeah. So Actually, that- mm-hmm.
3: I, I just got through that with one of my, like, longest friends. Yeah. We didn't talk for three or four years because I think we both, I don't know, we're just in different places, and we weren't communicating, and I, I think we both had, like, expectations that we weren't coming through on, and then just recently, like, we became friends again, um, and it's old because, I don't know, as you get older, you get better at, like, learning to let go of stuff, and trust me, I have a long way to go there, but, um.
0: It starts somewhere. yeah. And let it start today
3: yeah
0: let go of one thing today and tomorrow let go of one other thing and just keep doing that
2: yeah that yeah that,
0: mm-hmm. letting go is a part of my journey too you know i read books on um letting go of my materialistic things clothes i don't wear anymore things i don't use anymore um and once i did that to my room I was able to better see all the things that I did enjoy, all the clothes that made me feel happy and comfortable in, you know, bed sheets and pillowcases that made me happy, furniture that made me happy. I created a space where I became happy simply by removing the stuff that I thought I needed, that I thought I was going to use or because it costed me money or because it was a gift to me. I had to let all of that go. I, it's, I call it condoing because um, the author that wrote the book, her name is Marie Kondo. And so I would just get into the mindset. And this was a practice I've done for maybe two, three years since 2018. So in my daily practice, what I would do is, oh, I, I don't need this. Let me just throw it away now because what's the point of holding on to it? It's just taking up space. With that space, I can make room for something new, you know? So, um, I practiced this digitally as well. I started deleting um, old messages, old photos, things that just didn't bring me joy. Like, why was I holding on to these things? I don't need it there lingering around in the back of my mind. So letting go really is important because if you're holding on to all your pain and your misery and your past, How are you going to accept the love and the joy and the freedom, you know, in the future? And I think the issue with us, well, you know, what I was struggling with was I held on to a lot of old photos and memories because those were happy moments that I had. And I always felt like looking back at them to kind of recreate that feeling. So by looking back, I'm taking up double time. (laughs) I lived it, and then now I'm looking back at it. So I'm missing out on my present moment, right? And as for the future, this is where I get it from my dad. Anxiety. You know, I I see it in him. He's always frantically rushing. Oh, um, gotta get to the airport. Oh, I gotta hurry up and brush my teeth and go to bed. I gotta hurry up and leave the mall and go home. I gotta hurry up and drive. I'm like, damn, what's the rush, Dad? You know, when you're in a rush like that, the only place you're going is closer to your funeral, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good perspective. I mean, I don't know, I think I think a lot of a lot of us I think anxiety comes from fear, right? So fear of fear of not being able to deliver, fear of fear of you know, losing out, fear of losing, fear of missing out, you know, FOMO, fear of,
0: lacking. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, you know, anxiety comes from fear. It's, it's all, you know, are you afraid of, are, am I going to lose money? Am I going to lose my job? Am I going to lose, you know, am I going to miss, uh, this interaction? And I think that's like, You know, am I going to miss out on this experience? Sometimes, sometimes that's where that like frantic nature comes from. It's really hard to turn that off because that's just like the world we live in, almost. You know? Yeah. I mean. Um,
0: I mean. (laughs) The way I see it is, you know, when you were born into this world, did you have all those fears of missing out?
3: I think it, I think it probably comes, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from, probably grown up, Mm -hmm. you know, be, want to be, I guess it comes down to that acceptance thing, right? Yeah. Where missing out maybe, maybe has to do with acceptance or missing out has to do with, you know, I guess just. Things that you want, right? Like, you gotta figure out what's important. Um, and if you realize what's really important, then you have less things that you want or need and you have, you can, you're not as, you're not trying to solve all of those problems or get to all of those places or do all of those things. It's about like scaling back and being, having a comfortable amount of things that make you happy. that's that's advice I need to give myself (laughs) there you go (laughs) I mean I do think that you put yourself through hard work in a good situation for not having you have people that rely on you but you don't have people who are like I guess other than your customers right like Kind of demanding things of you right so i think that's a, i think that's an important one and in growth is like if you can get to a point where you're your own boss then you you have a bit more control over well i don't know i think if i think it's probably the same because no matter what situation you're in you're going to prioritize what you think is important and if you think work or your business or anything or any of those things is the most important then you're gonna prioritize that so
0: yeah so what is important to you today like after we get off the phone what is your number one mission what would you like to accomplish today
3: well to be honest how I'm supposed to be working right now (laughs) (laughs) but I'm talking to you I don't know I find find these days where I I do kind of like I have things that I need to get done but I'm not being asked for things constantly I have more time to like do things like this talk to friends go outside you know and and those are the days where um, I'm a lot more like at peace with life the days where you're just you have non-stop requests Mm
0: -hmm.
3: can you do this hey I need this hey like those are the days that you just you know, those are the days that end in negativity for me. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Based on our conversation, honestly, I think like I've been I've been lagging, and I wanted to get like the stuff to make smoothies because Xiaomi said she was down, and for some reason I haven't made that a priority. You know, I make other uh, distractions priorities, so. I think I'm probably gonna figure out what to do there. I might, uh, I might ask you for some, uh...
0: Ask me right now. (laughs) This would help, uh, whoever's listening as well if they want to get started on this journey.
3: Yeah, okay, so you post, like, I don't know, you posting all the smoothie stuff literally makes me want smoothies every day, so now, like, I know that you, I know that you're down to share recipes and stuff, but, like, what... You know how do you like determine your ingredients how much do you buy for like do you buy it for like a week at a time like how do you use it up so it doesn't go bad like what you know how did you how did you figure out i guess it's all trial and error but how'd you how'd you figure out that process and like you know for those of us who are pretty like budget conscious i know you are uh, like how did you how did you keep it like kind of a lower investment so that you can take care of yourself but it isn't like this huge expense every month?
0: I mean the smoothies are pretty affordable. I think I calculated um it costs between eight to ten dollars to make it depending on what I put in it and mm-hmm. i I do like to use a lot of organic fresh good ingredients so that's why it costs a little bit more um but ten dollars like hello you were gonna go eat chili cheese fries for like the same price right a big ass (laughs) burrito same price you eliminate the burrito and you bring in the smoothie and it's worth it so even if you don't have time to make it just go buy it it's worth it because if your stomach is filled with smoothies you're not gonna fill it with something else crappy that you shouldn't be having Um, But to answer your question, at the beginning of the pandemic, when um, we weren't really leaving the house, Target had this program called SHIPT, S-H-I-P-T, and Mm -hmm. and they deliver my groceries same day. So um, I started ordering different naked juices to test the base, you know, mango, strawberry, banana. Mm-hmm. Um, all those flavors, I each week I would make a new order and try with a new base. Okay, this one's too watery, this one's too thick. I figured out what I liked, okay? And so far I like the mango, but I think I could do better and create my own mango piri in the future. So for now, I buy the large mango piri from Naked,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's the base, and then you need a little bit of milk and I don't do cow's milk anymore. So I started experimenting with almond milk, which I didn't really want to do because Matt told me this fun fact that it takes a gallon of water to make one almond. And I was like, that's a waste.
3: So you know that 10% of California's water goes to making almonds.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that, but I do know it does take a lot of water. So I'm like, you know what, I I can do something else. So I started experimenting with different milks like cashew milk, hemp milk, um, soy milk, oat milk. I tried it all Um, but now I'm learning that hemp milk is the best and that I can make my own. So I'm going to keep just elevating my recipes to get it as clean and as fresh and as natural to the earth as I can get it. So less processed, less bags, less containers, more from the produce aisle as shit if i had to start farming and growing my own ingredients i might do that too like you never know right yeah so that would be the second thing a little bit of milk to give it that creaminess and then next would be the frozen berries they sell a bunch of frozen packs um you can have it delivered i really enjoy having it delivered because otherwise i would spend my um you know each week picking up groceries Whereas I just add things to my cart during the week and when it's time to re-up, I just you know figure out the quantities and then I have it delivered. Their minimum is $35 and I order every week anyways, so it's worth it. Their membership is $100 a year and I use it every single week, so it's worth it. And it also helps locals have a purpose and a job and something to do. So it frees up my time because me and Matt used to go to Target and it's dangerous when you go into target i want to buy everything i go up and down all the aisles Um, yeah so going like purchasing online and knowing exactly what i want without temptations actually helped me save money yeah yeah because i could easily go into target and just spend like 200 dollars when all i needed was like a banana you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's real so um Yeah, so frozen berries. Berries are really good for cleansing. So if you ate something like shitty the previous day and you know you shouldn't have, go up on those strawberries, those blueberries, those raspberries, and um, add ice. It's so simple. So those are like kind of the main ingredients I use. I also use gala apples. Um, They bring a lot of energy. If you eat one of those in the morning to break your fast after hours of not eating, you're gonna feel that energy and that boost. Matt just brought one in right now. It's like 11.30 in the morning. Every morning. Yeah, he's been doing this for a couple weeks and you wanna tell him how you feel about it real quick?
2: This is probably one of my highlights of every single day is breaking my fast with these apples. And they just taste amazing. And we were taught and we, we, we learned that these apples are the closest thing to natural that is available right now so it's the best apple you
0: can eat gala look that one up g-a-l-a next time you go to Goshi grocery market mm. yeah so what i learned is that the sun the sun is um you know the apple soaks up the energy from the sun and then you eat it you're getting that energy you're getting the vibrations from the sun can you get that from your burrito <laughs> maybe if you lay the sun the burrito out in the sun <laughs>
3: yeah
0: no get
3: a a nice tang
0: on (laughs) but gala apples i started buying like three pound bags from target or i go to whole foods or sprouts i get um organic ones and i would go home use my slicer slice it up throw it in the freezer a bag put it in the freezer and the next day i have you know apples that i can use in my smoothie, and the reason why I like to freeze my fruits is so they don't go bad, and it helps keep the smoothie thick. Mm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Okay. because they like. Mm, all right, mm-hmm. that makes. Yeah. They, you use less ice.
0: Yeah, you can use less ice. You can, I'll I can give you all the ratios later. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I do try to change my recipe one at least one small thing a day, whether the way it look or tastes or anything. I do that to stimulate my brain into practicing something new every day. And just to keep it interesting. Because if I'm going to share this stuff and post it on my feed, it's just going to look very boring if I make the same thing all the time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, variety is always good.
0: Yeah. So that's the start. Do you have a blender? No. Okay. Um, I would say the blender is an investment. I was a little cheap and didn't want to buy myself a new blender so i used the one that matt's dad bought for you know his mom um from the swamp meat it was like 30 bucks it was terrible i hated it i struggled <laughs> with it and i was frustrated i didn't even want to post about it because it was kind of you know like it just it wasn't a good time but the smoothie was a good time <laughs> yeah so after a year of struggling matt told me why don't you just get a new blender like this one's taking a shit i was like yeah true like i i did squeeze um our money's worth out of it so we stayed 30
3: (laughs) dollars for a year of use is pretty good oh yeah
0: yeah and we made salsas with it so we got extra uses (laughs) um but no matt and i we stayed up one night a couple weeks ago and we're like you know what let's take our smoothie game to the next level it's done so much for us like let's take it serious so um we researched Blendtec versus Vitamix and we, we made our decision, we, we went with Vitamix. I had experience with that at my first job and um, I just wanted to try it again. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with the, the one I picked. The one I picked, of course, is like all technology. I can hook it up to my phone or my iPad and I can run a recipe on there. So what we did was we created a program using the app that they they had available and I would put in the ratios of all my, you know, my smoothies and I bought a scale, it's an add-on, and I put the blender, the container on top of the scale, it it zeroes it out and then I just pour the juice in and then the scale would make a sound when it's like, okay, you got two cups, ding, and then it says, okay, now put in the milk. And I would pour it in. It goes ding. So it takes the guesswork and the thinking out of it to where I can just do it or Matt can do it. Anybody can do it. And they would get the same results each time.
3: This is the, this is the automation towel that I know. Yup. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah. So It's like, where where is she? Where is the automation towel in this process? It's coming. There it's is, coming. There it is.
0: Yeah, so yeah. first of all, I automated my groceries. I don't have to go to the store. I don't need to drive. I don't need to look for parking. I don't need to deal with the register. Um, yeah. The groceries literally come to my doorstep same day. Some some nights I would just, you know, go over like what I want to purchase and then deliver it at nine o'clock in the morning. And it gives me a reason to get up in the morning. Like, yeah, I have something to look forward to. I get to make my smoothie with all these like fresh fruits. I can send you like um, the list of what I'm using and you can have an idea, but... I highly recommend it. Try it out. You guys are gonna love it. It's fun. Show me my like creating something, getting creative, trying out new bowls, coconut yeah. bowls.
3: Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I like I like that you put your own spin on it. Mm-hmm.
2: You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. A- and I'm really proud of it because I created this recipe from scratch. Like, I looked up an idea of what should go in it, which is like a water base like milk, puree, Um, you can put yogurts, you can put frozen fruit and ice.
2: Um,
0: I tried everything, avocados, Um, I put chia seeds in my smoothie, it helps keep me full. I put hemp seeds in there instead of making my own hemp milk, I just put straight up the whole hemp seed so um, I can get that thick texture without um, it being too watery. I love berries, it makes it really purple and pretty, it tastes bomb, um, yeah, I don't know, a lot of people were telling me, Tao, you need to start a smoothie store, a juice bar, and yeah, I thought about it, but I can't reach enough people that way.
3: Yeah, I- and also, like, I don't know, if your goal is to, like, like, uncomplicate your life, mm-hmm. starting another business, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I'm I on at some point.
0: Yeah, so I, feel I like
3: right now it's important to like have free time because it. I feel like you. I feel like you're doing a lot with
0: it. Yeah, and if it helps out other people, I'm happy. I don't need to make money off of it. Yeah. Like for a while, I thought about like making it and selling it for people, but I really don't have the time and energy. I can teach you guys how to make smoothies, but I can't do it all for you. You know. Yeah. It's not about the money, but. Yeah, invest in a really good blender because you want to enjoy it every day. You don't want to struggle. Yeah. So the blender, um, look into getting shipped if they deliver to your area. That will simplify things. You won't reach for snacks that you shouldn't be getting. You know, I don't True. even buy chips and snacks because I know my smoothies good. It keeps yeah. me full. There was a point where Matt and I were fasting and eating only one meal a day. Sorry. It's okay. Um, and it, you know, it just made me realize like, oh hey my smoothie actually has enough uh, nutrients to last me all day without feeling tired or hungry and it helped yeah it helped me curb those cravings i was like oh like i'm no longer attached to those emotions attached to the food when i'm happy or sad whatever i'm not reaching for a certain something i wasn't even feeling sad i was like this is nice like i'm not even like worried about my next fix what am i gonna eat next
3: yeah (laughs) i hear that (laughs) i am to that for sure. Yeah.
0: So hopefully that answered your question.
3: <laughs> yeah. I got I got one more for you because you asked me, you asked me what I feel my purpose is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what's yours?
0: My purpose. I always knew I wanted to help others. I didn't know how. But when I started thinking about what value I can bring to other people. Yeah. People started coming out and saying, wow, you really helped me. You changed my life. You changed, um, you know, I'm making smoothies for my dad now. I'm making smoothies for my girlfriend. My mom is, um, Matt's mom went out and bought her own blender, took it to work, and she has her own stash of fruits and coconut water and all these things that she's seen us do. She." saw and she adapted it she never even asked us questions so i was like oh damn we really are making impact on people enough that they're going out to buy the blender get the fruits and make their own smoothie every day i seen a couple of my guys post um themselves making smoothies i've never seen a guy go up and make smoothies i think that's cool
3: (laughs) yeah you made it cool huh that's because you made it
0: cool oh yeah i have um customers or people that followed me from street faction reach out and just say that i inspired them and now he's making his smoothies every day and i've seen people um tag him and say that they uh he inspired them and i'm just like dude i'm so happy for everybody this is amazing this is the way i'm gonna help people i'm gonna help them feel better by eating better and enjoying it it doesn't have to be healthy doesn't have to taste bad it can be enjoyable
3: yeah i think that's kind of the i don't know i think there's like a stigma right like there's like this weird stigma behind like eating well and like being i don't want to say i don't know it's like it's not like manly to like eat healthy i guess but like things are changing Especially like in the last bit, right? But I mean, I remember when I was like a teenager, like even in my early 20s, like when I worked at Best Buy, like people, like dudes will give other guys like a hard time for eating a salad. Like that's pretty, like that'll happen like today. Like if you order a salad and you're like out to lunch with like your coworkers or like they'll, they'll roast you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, I think that's a stigma we kind of got to get away from.
2: Oh, no, for sure. I
0: mean, Palmer, if you notice that, and you see your coworker eating a salad, just praise them next time. Like, dope. Like, dude, I think that's dope that you're doing something for yourself. You cared enough that you brought the salad despite of what someone else may say. But regardless, who cares what anyone else says about your food? Cause you're, you're the one that's gonna feel good while they're over there drowning in their misery because they decided to eat X, Y, Z. You know like focus on yourself feel good once you start feeling good it's going to radiate and other people are going to be like what the f- what is palmer eating i gotta get on that too
3: <laughs> yeah i just don't know i don't know if they're it's i don't know if it's so easy for people to make that connection even though it's so simple
0: there you go with the i don't knows
3: man nah. <laughs> about to say it
2: again <laughs>
0: Whoever's listening to this podcast, can you count the time the number of times Palmer says, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a good start. Being aware is such a good start. And if people see you drinking the smoothies and they wanna roast you, let them roast you. <laughs> but you're gonna feel good. Guaranteed. I'm gonna walk you through this, Palmer. Okay. Yeah, for real. I'm gonna be checking in on you. Oh no! I'm gonna make sure you get your blender. You're gonna, you're gonna get your fruits. Like I'm
3: just gonna, I'm just gonna get a random text messages. Would you eat for lunch today, huh?
0: You know what? <laughs> you shouldn't oh, even.
3: God, it was a burrito. I'm sorry, Tao.
0: I'm not shaming you at all. I'm not perfect. Yeah. I like my tamale and my torta sometimes too. Ooh but i do know how i felt and i know i don't want that again so yeah i learned my lesson and the next day what i did was i just took my fast a little bit longer because when you fast um, and you allow your body to like reset overnight it it repairs your gut it's fixing all the fucked up things you did to it <laughs> it's like ah oh, man palmer had that burrito again with the soda <laughs> how dare he you know, like I gotta clean this up all night long. It's a lot of scrubbing in here, 30 yeah. something years of cleaning.
2: And most of the stuff, most of the stuff in those foods, your body can't even use. So it's just like, man, I gotta push all this out.
0: And now your body's working hard at night, and that's why people don't sleep very well because their energy is put towards digesting the food instead of repairing the body. Mm. So I found that through clean eating, um, my sleep is better. And I actually don't need as much time sleeping. I'll probably sleep around midnight or 2, 2 a.m. And I'll wake up around 5 or 6. I journal. I enjoy nature. I shower and I wake up. And I slowly start to turn on like the clocks and things, my phones. And I find out, oh, it's only 7 a.m. Holy shit, I would never have been able to do any of that prior to this. I've been awake for hours, Palmer.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know you guys are usually, like, typically pretty night owls.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: I am too, though. Yeah. Have you have you seen a the change there? Like, oh, has yeah. diet affected your sleep schedule?
0: Oh, yeah. I sleep better. I require less um, sleep. My body's not working as hard. I can get away with maybe four five six hours as opposed to the eight to nine to twelve hours that i used to (laughs) easily do Nah, yeah i used to sleep like eight to ten hours when i was younger it was 12 it was so bad i felt like i had no purpose i didn't know what i wanted to do i just slept through everything slept through life
3: i think a lot of people can relate to that
0: All that started changing when I started changing my thoughts. It really started with my new
2: thoughts. (laughs) Wow. I
3: see what you did there.
2: Um,
3: Yeah, I mean... I think, yeah, you give me some perspective. I haven't necessarily thought about... I mean, like, we all think about diet, right? We all think, oh... This is important. Like, I should keep this in mind. You know, what is, what, you know, like, people talk about it, you know, hey, don't, you know, don't eat this, don't eat that, you know. But then at the same time, you know, it's, I don't know, I I feel like, I feel like our, our, well, all cultures are like surrounded by food, right? Like, it's going to eat with family or sharing like a family meal. That's like, that's What brought people together, like since we we're you know, depending on how you feel about where humans came from, like that's always been the thing that's brought everybody together,
0: yeah. And I, yeah, you're right, uh, it's tradition, you know, like Hispanic yeah. people have the tamales, and Asian people we have pho, yeah. And sometimes when you and miss someone, you eating pho. <laughs> Yeah, I stopped eating out, Palmer.
3: That's insane. There's I can't.
0: No, there's no need. No,
3: no Bubba and no pho. No sushi. No. Blows my mind.
0: No sushi, no Korean barbecue. No hamburgers, no French fries. My life. <laughs> I mean, I still love all those things, and if I do get a chance to eat it, I will appreciate it. And I will eat it in mindful, like, portions. And I'm gonna enjoy it. But as of right now I want to practice and do the best that I can And keep Staying in my practice So that way I can help other people And have these conversations with other people And just help them Because You're going to start impacting people in your life too You don't know it yet But Everything that we do has an impact on somebody So I choose to be the best I can so my light can reflect off other people and they can get the best version of me and every day I'm growing and I'm evolving I'm not the same person I was yesterday or since the last time we talked I don't know when that was like we're not the same I want to keep growing and evolving so that way my friends and the community can grow and evolve with us because if we're staying stagnant nothing ever changes it gets boring it gets redundant it gets depressing
3: yeah what do you do for what do you do for other meals when you're not making smoothies?
0: Mm, I eat very minimally Hold on. Okay, so I try to keep healthy snacks on hand, so I have avocados, apples. instead of chips, I do granola, which I make so I know everything that's in it. It's just nuts and quinoa flakes. Um, I just have those things nearby and ready on hand so I don't reach for something else that I'm not supposed to. And since I work from home or I'm home all day, I don't get tempted with outside things. And if I do know I'm going outside, I make sure I eat first. I eat all my good food and then I enjoy it and then I take off and do what I need to do especially before going to the market because if I go to the market hungry, game over I, I try to buy everything
3: yeah, I know that one
0: yeah, so you just gotta be prepared it's all about being prepared and doing the practice so, um, yeah avocados, gala apples nuts, seeds, berries you gotta think like way back then What did our ancestors and cavemen used to eat you know they were hunter and gatherers right they just got berries nuts and seeds i try to stay in that mindset and eat things like that because those are the those are the foods that came from the earth and i want to eat the foods that the earth provided for me yeah
3: not stuff made in the lab
0: yes exactly so that's that's my practice right now just cleaning up my eating and just doing better you know I still do buy things from bottles and bags Um, I still do enjoy a couple bags of chips but if I do that then yeah then I'll just fast a little longer the next day instead of eating at like um, 10 a.m. I'll extend my fast to 12 p.m. or 2 p.m. or even sometimes 4 p.m. it really depends I listen to my body and I don't beat myself I try not to beat myself up for it, and I'm learning, and I'm getting, I'm getting there, um, but I know you can do it, because you're aware now, and you have all the information, and it's up to you with what you want to do with it.
3: Do you, um, do you eat on a schedule, or do you just eat when your like, body tells you?
0: I try to stay within like a six-hour window, so if I start eating at 12... I'll stop eating at 6 and it'll take about 4 hours for my food to work its way down to my stomach and it starts to feel more comfortable. And then I can go to bed without feeling bloated or anything. So I'll have... um, How big of a window is that? It's
2: like 4 to 8 hours. How much? 4 to 8 hours before you go to bed.
0: No, but how long is my fasting period?
2: Oh, your fasting period is 18 hours. You eat for 6 hours.
0: Yeah, so I'm fasting for about 18 hours a day, which seemed like it would have been hard because it used to be the other way i used to eat 18 hours a day and um fasted for six so i flipped that and um it helps honestly if you can't clean up your diet very well and you eat something you know you're not supposed to just fast fast it out these are things i was never taught but because i started paying attention to people conversations messages i learned how to intermittent fast you don't need to do it for like days on end you just do what you can do you know there's apps i use one that's called zero and it has like a little timer where you say you start your fast and you end it and you keep track of it that way so that's all in my practice it goes hand in hand back then people weren't eating and snacking as much as us they ate because they had to And food wasn't always available, but they still survive. They didn't drop dead, you know?
2: Yeah. Our bodies are incredible.
0: Yeah, our bodies are incredible. We just stuff it with the wrong things and we make it um not optimized. We dim it down without knowing. But that's a whole nother story, Palmer, for another work day.
3: Yeah, no kidding
0: but this was super fun Um, but yeah don't overwork your brain don't think too hard just think about that one thing you want to do today get that blender get the subscription order the smoothie like don't wait anymore because your day literally can start tomorrow it can start right now if you wanted it to I'll link you to as many things as I can so you don't have to do a lot of brain work Mm -hmm. but just do the homework do the practice. Every day we're practicing to become better. So um, I'll give you the tools and the information and you just take action. I bet you within two weeks you're going to come back come back, and we're going to have a talk. And your look, your outlook, everything is just going to start becoming better and clear. You're going to start feeling really good about yourself. You're going to have a bunch of new stories to tell me. It's going to be amazing. Okay.
3: Yeah. All right, tell
0: all right i'm gonna let you go
3: um yeah shomi made me food that i'm choking on that's good i'm just choking because i'm bad at eating (laughs) because
0: why bad at eating yeah what is it what did she make you
3: um it's like kimchi kimchi um broccoli and coffee Mm
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's good Shami actually usually cooks pretty healthy I'm the one that isn't I think I'm a bad influence, you
0: know It's fine, you're aware now, so Yeah Don't beat yourself up over it Don't spend all your energy thinking about Something that has not happened yet don't think about what anybody else thinks of you, Palmer, please. Like You yeah. are you are unique, you're special. People can think whatever they want to think, but they can never be you and you can never be them.
2: Yeah.
3: But I mean, I definitely Yeah, I definitely have a ways to go there. <laughs> but That's, that's all, that's been a, that's been a thing, but, you know, we're getting there, we get older, we learn what's really important, you know, where to spend time, and makes us, makes us better people, hopefully.
1: Oh shit, I have to, um, someone's supposed to come over and have a smoothie with us right now, so... I got to call them back real quick.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I have to do work. But, oh, dude. I'm very spontaneous, but very helpful.
2: Yes. Alright, cool. I'll talk talk to you soon. (laughs)